We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I initially wrote the idea off and I'm still skeptical, but... Momentum continues to build for the possibility of the Ravens trading for veteran wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, the growing number of people suggesting a marriage ranges from anonymous NFL executives around the league and even local respected reporter Jeff Zrebeck of The Athletic. I'm Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Wednesday, January 25th, and this is your Morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. So the Ravens interviewed one of their offensive coordinator candidates on Tuesday, and he happens to hail from Sean McVay's coaching tree. More on one of the NFL's fastest rising assistants, Zach Robinson, just ahead. Plus, two of Baltimore's standout rookies, Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Linderbaum, earned significant honors from the Pro Football Writers of America. We have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. Sarah, if the Ravens are serious about keeping Lamar Jackson in Baltimore like they insisted they are and were last week, then it's time to go get him legitimate weapons in the passing game. And Bobby, there's a specific name that continues to persist in league circles that I initially wrote off. Now, Perhaps I'm just guarding my heart after so many letdowns at the position, but there are plenty of people who think it's a possibility that the Ravens go out and get DeAndre Hopkins, a five-time All-Pro wide receiver. So, no doubt that would be a massive move by EDC if it were actually to come to fruition. And for those who don't know, Hopkins is rumored to be on the trading block after the Arizona Cardinals fired head coach Cliff Kingsbury at the end of this season. Plus, QB Kyler Murray may not be ready by the start of next season after injuring his ACL last month. Not to mention that Hopkins will count nearly $31 million against the team's salary cap next season. So that's another reason for them to want to move on. And as such, it wouldn't be surprising to see Arizona go out and look for buyers. So, enter ESPN's Jeremy Fowler, who set out to ask top NFL executives and coaches from around the league where they think Hopkins might land. So, two destinations 
emerged as common answers as Fowler asked around. There was New York and why we're doing this podcast, obviously Baltimore. And apparently, quote, many coaches told Fowler that Lamar needs a rangy target like D-Hop, who would no doubt fit that bill. Now, hearing anonymous NFL executives say a Lamar-DeAndre Hopkins marriage would be a great move didn't really surprise me. Of course it would. I was more incredulous that Baltimore would have the resources to make such a move. But then, when I heard the Athletics' Jeff Zrebeck say he wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens' front office went after him, that's when my ears started to perk because nobody knows the team's mentality or the team's resources better than Jeff. So here he is on the Standing Room Only podcast. They need a wide receiver group. You have Rashad Bateman coming back from an injury. You're going to have Duvernay coming back for an injury. You need at least two receivers. But if Lamar's in place, you've got a nice stable of running backs. You've got a nice stable of tight ends. You've got an offensive line that's in place. You've got a good team-wide culture. The only thing really missing would be wide receivers. Uh, and, and you can do that. You can get uh, – I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens are in the mix for one of these veteran receivers that could get traded this offseason, you know, like a DeAndre Hopkins or something. So, All right, Sarah, let's pick this apart a little bit. So why didn't you think that Eric DaCosta would make this move? And after looking into it a bit, as we both have – uh, why are you more open to the idea? All right. Well, the biggest obstacle I saw and still see is that Baltimore only has five selections in April's draft. We've talked about this already. There's not a lot of assets, Bobby, and I have a hard time envisioning EDC letting go of more, seeing as he frequently has said that the draft is the lifeblood of this organization. But then Fowler reported that Hopkins could probably be had for less than a first Remember, he went for a second rounder and then another player in 2020 uh, out to Arizona. So maybe he's worth even less now. And then I thought, well, maybe it could be a player trade instead of a pick since they're not looking for or since they're probably not going to get a first and maybe not even a second. So the Ravens have an abundance of players in certain positions or maybe they'd have to give up uh, you know, a wide receiver. They wouldn't. Who knows what? But if it was a player to player trade, maybe it could happen. But then there's that second obstacle that I saw, which is the cap hit Baltimore would incur. Now, they would only be on the hook for Hopkins' base salary. So that's less than what Arizona would have to pay, but it's still nearly $20 million on the cap. Bobby, you and I, Ravens fans, we've never seen Baltimore pay that kind of money to the receiver position. But... If Arizona really wanted to move on, Fowler wrote, quote, the Cardinals would be wise to eat some of the money to facilitate a deal, close quote. So if Arizona is interested in a player-for-player -player trade and is willing to eat some cap space, then yeah, for sure, I could see EDC pulling the trigger. But I'm guessing Baltimore won't be the only suitor for somebody as accomplished as Hopkins. So it seems that would be a tough sell so count me among those that would leap for joy if it were to happen but i'm still not getting my hopes up well there's no doubt that a hopkins rashad bateman duo for lamar would take this offense to another level but let's be honest whoever it is whoever they acquire this offseason whoever they draft this offseason they have got to help out lamar as soon as possible at the wide receiver position 
Still to come here on the vault, though, we'll dig deeper into Zach Robinson, who interviewed for Baltimore's offensive coordinator opening on Tuesday. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Bobby, another day, another interview conducted by the Ravens who are in a big search for their next offensive coordinator. Yeah, Sarah, and we've mentioned his name before in recent days. It's Rams quarterbacks coach and pass game coordinator Zach Robinson, who obviously hails from the highly respected, well-known Sean McVay coaching tree out there in Los Angeles. The 36-year-old just finished up his fourth year with the Rams and prior to his coaching career, Robinson was a QB himself who played at Oklahoma State before being selected by the Patriots in the seventh round of the 2010 draft. Bobby, am I saying correctly that Robinson is a former pro football focus analyst? Remember this? This was a great story, sort of a a rather unconventional move made by the Rams back in 2019 when they quite literally plucked Robinson from PFF. At the time, he was serving as one of their quarterback analysts for both the college and NFL levels, and it turned into his first break in the NFL as a coach. And by the way, he was chosen to be Zach Taylor's successor, who obviously went on to accept the head coach position in Cincinnati. That's worked out pretty well, uh, aside from his first year there. But McVay was interviewed by PFF not long after the hire, a couple of years back, and spoke awfully glowingly of Robinson. He's made us better. You know, I think Zach is a, is a rising star in this profession, and, you know, he's got such great ownership of the quarterback position. He'll get a chance now to really be able to work with our receivers too, but he brings so much value, and, and you know, the way that he sees the game, and I think the experiences and the amount of tape that he watched breaking all this stuff down with you guys, uh, you know, has made him uh, a really valuable, uh, you know, part of our program, and, and I think he's going to just continue to get better as he gets experience, and I feel lucky to have him. Glad we stole him from you guys. A rising star in the profession. Yeah, that sounds exactly what the Ravens need. I know you've been digging into Robinson and doing your homework, Bobby. So what is it that you like about him? I like his track record. I like how young he is. And I like his background. I mean, there's a lot to like about this dude, Sarah. And I'm of the belief, and I think you're in this camp as well, that Baltimore could use an outsider's voice who brings an outsider's perspective to their offensive identity. Robinson was instrumental in Jared Goff's success with the Rams before leaving for Detroit. And obviously, his first year working with Matthew Stafford, it was wildly successful, which culminated in a Super Bowl title. 
If the fact that he stems from McVay's coaching tree means anything at all, which just take a look around the league, Sarah, it definitely means something. I think his hire would be super intriguing. And along those same lines, I'll leave you with this. I know you're going to appreciate this. You've been uh, sounding like a broken record when it comes to what you're about to hear. It's Robinson himself speaking on the importance of blending both the run and pass game together. I know personally ideas can be sparked just from watching our own tape and, you know, plays that come off of plays. And, you know, obviously one of the main things is here is, um, you know, the, the marriage of the run in the pass and, and plays that start out looking the same that end up different. And that, that comes just from watching our own tape. And there's ideas that get sparked, you know, every day as we're going back and reviewing the season and say, you know, what if we tweaked this and made this just a little bit better by putting this route on the backside? So um, all that stuff, there is a trickle-down effect or trickle-up effect, like you're saying in college, anything that can fit. But for a lot of the things, I think, end up coming from your own tape and just building off of your own concepts. So Ravens first-round rookies Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Linderbaum were each named to the Pro Football Writers of America all-rookie team this week. Baltimore is just one of seven teams to have a pair of rookies featured on this roster, Sarah. Yeah, it's not every year that the Ravens get a pair of first-round picks, but when they do, they want to nail both selections, obviously. And Eric DaCosta did just that. It was the 25th selection in Linderbaum that came out swinging from week one and never let up. The Iowa product started all 17 games at center and finally brought stability at the position after nearly a decade of different players rotating through. Now, Linderbaum finished the season with Pro Football Focus's fourth highest run blocking grade among centers and 12th highest among all offensive linemen. And as for Hamilton, of course, he didn't get out to as quick of a start, but after about the first quarter of the season or so, he started to find his way. And now that he's graded out as PFF's highest rated safety, fifth overall in run defense, fourth overall in pass rush, and fifth in coverage, it's hard to believe some were already calling this dude a bust after losing a one-on-one battle in training camp. We all remember that viral video. I think it was actually the open practice night uh, at M&T Bank Stadium, which meant that there were more eyeballs, more more video cameras around. But he probably did have, on top of that, he, he probably did have his worst outing of the year against the Miami Dolphins. But give him credit. He refused to get down on himself, held himself accountable with local reporters the week following, and ultimately found his way in a number of different capacities. And his workload uh, through Mike McDonald just seemed to grow and grow week by week. And Bobby, I'm super interested to see where he plays next season in 2023. Uh, We know that having three starting caliber safeties last year, he was moved around quite a bit. And in fact, his versatility is one of his strengths. But he logged 354 snaps at nickel, 106 in the box, and then just 92 as free safety. And when Marcus Williams went down for several weeks, remember with that wrist injury, it was Geno Stone who filled in at free safety instead of Hamilton. So my guess is if Chuck Clark ends up leaving Baltimore, I'd think Hamilton would play that strong safety role, but I don't know. And frankly, we've got plenty of time to debate that this offseason. For now, we absolutely congratulate 
both Hamilton and Linderbaum for their outstanding rookie seasons and look forward to seeing what they have in store next. And before we fly, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with this gesture made by Ravens tight end Mark Andrews. 89 recently teamed up with USAA and the 101st Airborne Division Association to award Infantry Platoon Sergeant Johnny Velasquez a trip to this year's Super Bowl. Velasquez served in the U.S. Army for 12 years, which included two tours of duty in Vietnam and two tours in Germany. Elsewhere, Good Morning Football's Peter Schrager made a bold statement this week ahead of conference championship weekend in the NFL. I think we've looked at it uh, the last 12 months as being Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, and Burrow kind of being the third man in, and it's, hey, guys, I'm in the conversation also. I think it would then be Burrow, space, Mm -hmm. Mahomes, Mm -hmm. space, Mm Allen, because if Burrow can beat Patrick Mahomes four times in a row and beat Josh Allen the one time, we're talking about a guy who's got not only the the resume, but the mental and, uh, I guess, psychological warfare over his opponents. If Burrow goes 4-0 against Mahomes, that's that's more than just a trend. Now, someone hit me up yesterday. I was talking about it, and they were like... uh, you know, Jake Plummer was 3-0 against Tom Brady. It doesn't mean Jake Plummer's a better quarterback. Are they getting frosty about that? People are getting very sensitive, especially Kansas City fans. I understand. Saying, saying get out of here with that. It, it's a team game, and, you know, if if Andy doesn't abandon the run and gives Jarek McKinnon the ball in the second half, maybe we win that playoff game <laughs> last year. That's a take. If, if this oh. doesn't happen, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. But I look at it as it's a quarterback league, and I know it's not quarterback wins versus quarterback wins, and they're never on the same field at the same time facing each other, but... You know, Joe Burrow goes 4-0 against Mahomes and 1-0 against Allen. How am I saying that Joe Burrow is not the first guy in the AFC? Thank you for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. You can also catch us on YouTube by searching The Vault, a podcast covering the Baltimore Ravens. And as always, we'd love to hear from you with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising on the show. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. That is all the time we've got today, but be sure to submit your questions and be on the lookout for our big picture Q&A episode, which is coming out later this week. 